Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're about to witness one of the coolest full circle moments that this show has yet had. And before we get into the conversation with Jay Carls, who is one of three co-founders of Midday Squares, the internet's favorite chocolate company, and talk more about how branding was responsible for a lot of their success, including the customer loyalty that they have built, as well as selling over 1 million bars, landing in retailers like Target. Um, Before we have that conversation, I want to chat a little bit more about why this is like a special moment, a special full circle moment for me personally. Y'all know I love a good brand story, okay? (laughs) That's my life. On Instagram, We have recently made a a joke that I basically live in what I like to call my apartment as the brand bodega because I have framed marketing collateral and brand merch and I'm obsessed with all things branding. And when I came across Midday Squares on my FYP, I immediately fell in love because I felt like I was watching a reality show about a brand being built. And a lot of founders and a lot of brands like to call themselves transparent and they like to stress that. I think Midday Squares takes transparency to a whole new level in the sense that you are seeing so much, you are going so far behind the curtain that it becomes incredibly relatable to anybody, whether somebody's turning a side hustle into a business or you already have an existing business that you're trying to grow or scale. Um, they are very candid in the things that they share about the mental health parts that come with being an entrepreneur that they go through. Um, All three of them as founders, what it's like working with family, um, being served a lawsuit by Hershey's, making a diss track to respond, you know, production delays, all these different things that these are all levels of anxiety that all founders go through. However, not everybody chooses to share that story or people choose to glamorize it. And I think it's cool that Midday Squares, Leslie, Nick, Jake, their entire team um, really is as candid and transparent as, as possible. And I think that's truly what's responsible for the customer loyalty that they have generated um, by sharing their raw brand story um, and their story as founders. So You'll hear a little bit more about this conversation with Jake, but I connected with them through TikTok and then shot my shot and was like, let's see if we could get them on the show. Um, And Jake agreed. And then we also ended up creating this really, really cool video together. Shout out to their team um, and also my team 
for putting this together. Um, I've linked the video that we've created below. Some of you may have actually come from that video to this episode to hear the full conversation. <laughs> so if you already saw it um, and you showed it some love, I appreciate it. But yeah, we're going to dive into the conversation shortly. Quickly want to introduce the brand if you are hearing about Midday Squares for the first time. It was actually founded initially by Leslie Carls, um, and she was working in the fashion industry in New York. Needed a little something, something to get her through her day. And that is where Midday Squares comes into play. Two years later, she convinced her husband, Nick, who is the second co-founder, to leave the tech industry and help her bring this product to life. He's actually the operations guy at Midday Squares. Along the way, they were able to convince Leslie's brother, Jake, who I have interviewed today in this episode, to join the team and help them spread the good vibes that are Midday Squares. Jake is the hype man, um, and he's got so much energy and so much love for this brand, which you're going to hear in a little bit. But bottom line, they're the first functional chocolate bar. Um, Everything a chocolate bar isn't, everything a protein bar wishes it was. Anyways, to learn more about the Midday Squares story, keep listening. This was an amazing conversation. And again, a special thank you to the Midday Squares team and Jake and my team for coordinating all of this and putting this together. I love this conversation. I love Midday Squares. Let's get into it, y'all. Along with Leslie and Nick, you with your co-founders you're all on a mission to create the modern food company that quote looks a lot like nike what do you mean by that by that okay so for us our goal was not to look like a hershey's or a nestle or a general mills it was actually look more like a nike because nike has cultural relevance it actually makes people feel something deeply inside for us when you walk the grocery store when we started in 2018 when we walked the grocery store we didn't feel emotional connections to the brand and that meant that was something weird because when you go to a cosmetic store or you go to a fashion store a lot of the consumers are actually fans of the brands in the store they feel something they want to share it on social media they want to be part of it they actually care instead of just consuming the product for functionality i was like what if we just consumed the product for functionality but also actually cared about what we were having and want to tell everyone about it and that's what we mean by nike is we want to be the size of nike and have the cultural relevant footprint that nike has had in the food space right and you're a big part of creating that cultural food print you specifically i mean like being a key part of helping the brand explode what are your special superpowers that you bring to the internet's favorite chocolate brand well the first thing i said to my partners was we need to tell a great story because we need to connect to the consumer at a very, very deep level. I said to my partners, we're gonna build fans, not customers. And what that meant was we were gonna show everything. We wanted the consumer to be part of the journey. That means sharing the good, the bad, the ugly of building this business, therapy sessions, breakdowns, milestones, legal battles, raising money, things that you've never seen a business. That's what I told my partners, I said, if we do that, we're going to be like a rock band. People are going to be, people are going to be fans of us. They're going to want to support us. So when they go to that grocery store where there's 40,000 different products on the shelf, ours is going to shine bright like a diamond in their eyes because they're going to feel like they're a friend of ours, a family member or a neighbor. And that's the type of thing we keep trying to create. And that comes with content that comes with the way we communicate with our customer, sorry, consumers. And that starts to build them as fans hopefully for life. Right. And speaking of building fans and community, there's this perception that virality is accidental, but Midday Square success has proven otherwise. What does 
like personal or emotional branding mean to you and how has it helped with MBS's success? Well, I think that our authenticity is one of the largest parts to our success because when we share our story, we don't just show you that we sold a million bars this month or that we got into this retailer. We show you the pain, the hardships, the moments that are absolute struggle and chaos so that the consumer doesn't necessarily feel bad for us, but they can empathize and feel part of this emotional, crazy roller coaster of what it takes to actually build a scalable business. And what that does is it actually makes them closer to us. It makes them want to support. They want to shout out at their dinner table with their family, how much this brand makes them feel. That is our superpower. And for me, being ourself, being myself, has unlocked a lot of things because of the relatability factor. When you are authentic and you are truly being unapologetically yourself, people want to be around that. They don't want to be distant from it. They want to be distant from perfection. It's like friends. Think about this. You don't want to be around a friend that's always acting different or acting like somebody else or trying to be someone else. You want to be around people that are actually truly themselves and are comfortable to be themselves both in good times and bad times, dude, because that's what makes you more relatable and more trustworthy. Right. I usually see founders uh, start building personal brands either after achieving really great success behind the logo of their company or use their existing influence to become the face of their brand. You all started building your own personal brands alongside building the brand of MBS. Why did you choose to do that approach? Well, I always looked at Elon Musk his social media falling over the last decade and i saw it growing and the reason why it grows is because he's truly unapologetically himself he's bold he says what he wants and 50 percent love him and 50 percent dislike him but the 50 percent that love him for who his character is are diehard fans that will do anything for this guy they'll buy his products they'll share his profiles they'll share his content and he's consistently being relevant to them for us i said to my partners day one i said we are going to act like we are a rock band, like rock stars, even though we weren't at the time, we were average, we were literally 200 followers each, I think on social media, but we acted as if we were rock stars that was authentic to us. And what that did is when we did photo shoots, we did crazy things on content. We were bold, we were actually ourselves. We weren't the typical CEOs, they're the executives that you see in the news or on TV or through the media. We were just normal people being ourselves and acting as rock stars. And what that did was it programmed into the brain of the consumer that these people are crazy, they're wild, they're bold, they're different. They're challenging the norm of society, disrupting the way that we do business. And our vision and our purpose is to show the world that you can win at anything you want in life. That means you could build a billion dollar business, you could build the next Nike if you are truly remaining unapologetically to yourself, staying true to your gut. And if we could do that by building this business to the size of Nike, then we've succeeded as humans in inspiring hopefully that next generation to be themselves. Speaking of winning, y'all recently celebrated selling your millionth bar, which I'm sure since then has surpassed that. Why do you think your customers can't get enough of midday squares? So we sold our millionth bar in a month. Um, you know, that was our biggest month, you know, to date, I think we've sold over 15 or 16 million chocolate bars, oh um, which is super exciting. Um, but the million, the million bars sold in one month is so big because that is almost like one that think about that 1 million in a one month, 30 dates. 
that that is more than we did in the first year and a half of business in terms of volume. So that was such a milestone for us as a team because of all the effort. It's a holistic approach in this company. The people that make our bars, the people that do our marketing, the people that do our financing, it's all one. Everyone is one in this company. And without everyone moving in the right direction, the right momentum, this company can't achieve these kind of milestones. Everyone's effort is what actually makes this company move. The engine keep going, the growth keep going exponentially. Midday squares will be nowhere, would be nowhere without our team and without our customers and our fans. That's the truth. So our one million bars is a symbol of everything starting to move together in the right direction. To me, your story feels like I'm watching a reality show. Like there's just constantly twists and turns and all of these different things that are very similar to the way the plot lines evolve on reality shows. And y'all are so good at keeping your audience on their toes at the edge of their seat, hungry for more, for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to other founders that are looking to turn their business into a brand? Do not be afraid to share your story. And here's why. You live your story every single day, 24 seven, every single day of the year. So you might find it boring and might be scared that people might find it boring, but those other people don't live your story. So their curiosity will spike naturally for things that you might find not so fun or boring. So go out there and just start sharing your story and don't stop just because you don't get views. Consistently tell that story because I can promise you, if you inspire one person, that will inspire another person and it will just keep going and the momentum will keep moving. But the moment you stop, you stop all momentum. Share your story. I can promise you it's interesting because I never thought my story was interesting until I started sharing it. I hope you love this conversation with Jake as much as I did. Don't forget to head on over to the TikTok video. Leave a comment of what you thought, key takeaways, favorite moments, impactful things that you took away from this episode. I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to try Midday Squares, you can head on over to their website to either order online and get it shipped to your door or find the closest retailer to you. And if you need a flavor recommendation, cookie dough is the bomb. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you again to the Midday Squares team. This was a dream come true to have you all on the show. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.